0: This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19.
1: Three Kicks is up next, but first, listen to this other fine OPI show. <laughs>
0: Up the script. You
1: fed up the script.
0: I didn't f- up my part of the script. You expected that I did my job, and that was your fatal flaw, Sam. Okay. It's, it, look, it's creating quality content either way, you know. So. Oh, are we keeping this? Oh, this is all staying in. Are we in. keeping this? Listen to Ant Friends on Spotify, opishows.com,
1: or wherever you find podcasts.
0: Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an opi show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks.
1: And now, Free Kicks kicks. with Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper.
0: The season is winding down, but uh, we still have lots more soccer to discuss. But before we get to it today, Adam, I just want to uh, uh, send out our condolences to the family of Hans Metzinger Sr., who is, uh, is a member of the Illinois Soccer Hall of Fame. He passed away this week at the age of 90. Both of us know him. Uh, He was uh, a longtime member of Green White Soccer Club, which is uh, my club. He was uh, one of the founders that had been with the club since 1956 or 57 or something like that. Had been the president for 20-some years. Was really the face of the club. If if you've ever been to the Green White Clubhouse, Mr. Metzinger was a constant presence there so we just like to wish our condolences to him and Absolutely. then uh you you knew him well too
1: yeah yeah definitely would see him a lot on thursdays uh with his motley crew and yeah you will definitely it was uh always interesting to see him chatting in german that was one of my first recollections of going in there on a thursday so a bunch of older german gents uh talking german so you know
0: uh, what i found out about him at the end of his life uh he um German was not his first language. His first language was Hungarian, and he learned German. And I guess, uh, according to his son, in the last couple of days of his life, he reverted to only speaking Hungarian. So, Mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting. All right. So, let's, uh, let's get to our soccer discussion. We need to find out what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? Well... (laughs) Big weekend coming up. It's the last official weekend of the Premier League. Uh, We have relegation battles. We have battles for European slots. Uh, Let's quickly go over the uh, relegation uh, zone, which may actually be settled by the time this comes out on Thursday. But uh, if it's not, we've got some big games coming up over the weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's like like I mentioned to you before, there's so much to unpack here in terms of what can happen, how things can kind of take place. Um, obviously, you know, the the probably the big news was the the whole Watford situation. Yeah, um, you know, Watford was kind of doing okay, and then obviously has had some a couple of rough results. West Ham. We talked about how important that game was. Right. Um, and uh, West Ham ended up winning the game pretty convincingly. Definitely. And then. And then, right after the game, you know, actually, it was actually uh, not too long afterwards. There was some there was some controversy. Supposedly, there were some things that took place in the locker room. We still don't know the truth behind everything. But then, before you know it, they fired the manager. So <laughs> poor old Nigel Pearson gets <laughs> who,
0: fired, and he brought him back.
1: Exactly, you know, where the where the game left, he, he he got fired. So yeah, kind of kind of a tough tough one to deal with. Yeah, just and it was really frustrating. I'm sure frustrating for him because uh, he basically got them from really the bottom of the league, and they were way back, way down there. They were the worst team in the league. They were. To give them a chance to stay in. So that was, that was definitely the big news for sure.
0: And going into two huge games, which, you know, could, you know, if they had gotten any result on these last two games, they would have been safe.
1: Yeah, right, exactly.
0: Which, exactly. you know, it may still happen. You know, we don't know what's happening, but anyway, there's three big games basically this coming weekend. If nothing happens between the time we tape this on Tuesday morning and the time it posts on Thursday, that could be the everton bournemouth game, the Arsenal-Watford game, and the Villa-West Ham game. You know, based on what happens with those, we'll find out who is relegated along with Norwich.
1: Exactly, yeah. Norwich is already down. Um, and they kind of really went down poorly, too. I don't know if you saw much of that I game.
0: did. I did. They barely <laughs> I mean, showed up.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm surprised they didn't. And, and not that you want to fire managers, but, I mean, talk about like a manager that's completely lost the, the team completely. I know it's your, yep. your German buddy, but my yep. goodness. Uh, you know, you go down a goal. And they actually played okay first 15, 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden – they concede the goal. They had a player sent off, then a second player sent off. It's just like, oh my goodness, what a nightmare way to to go down. So you know, really, really, uh, if really he does tough.
0: get fired, I have a, a, a suggestion for another job because uh, okay. I think he could very easily uh, move into the Geico Caveman job. <laughs> it's got kind of that look, like uh, he's he's almost there. Uh, just a little bit more makeup, and he's ready. Just a suggestion. Yeah. it will have a German accent, but you know, I'm sure Geico is in Germany too.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Could could be yeah. Yeah, could be mixing up things in Europe. Maybe a little deeper voice though. He's Squeaky voice. That's true. Maybe... He's got a squeaky
0: German voice, not just a German voice. It's a squeaky German voice. So they may have to yeah. dub it. Yeah. But that's that's yeah. my suggestion. Also, um, let's talk about uh, what's happening at the top of the of the league. But before we get to that. FA Cup final, the two teams have been chosen based on last weekend's action. Chelsea versus Man U. That's a big one. What
1: a game. Yeah, what a game. Looking forward to the final. Uh, Obviously, Chelsea... Uh, took care of business against Manchester United, so I was able to rub it into all those Manchester United fans that I know. It's always great when the Blues beat the Reds, yeah. so that was that was nice. In fact, I had a I had a Zoom call yesterday with a, a few Manchester United fans on there, and my backdrop was the just the score. <laughs> one it, it, it was great, so I enjoyed that. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, Chelsea showed up, and yeah. really the biggest story of the game was was De Gea. Um, Yeah. How poorly he played, uh, definitely at fault. You know, arguably you could say the first goal, definitely the second goal. Mason Mount took a kind of a fairly weak shot and kind of fumbled it. And uh, for a player that's making over $400,000 a week...
0: (laughs) It, Not it, very good. He's very uneven. And, you, you know, the thing that ki- has got to kill Man U fans is they have uh, the other great goalie out on loan. Right. Which is uh, Sheffield's goalie. I forget. Uh, yeah. He, Sheffield,
1: yeah. Dean Henderson. Henderson. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I think that might be the first phone call uh, um, <laughs> he makes. Uh, Solskjaer makes as soon as the season's over. Yeah. Henderson, get back here now. Yep. You're starting in the first game of the season. I so. would,
0: Wouldn't you put him
1: in over De Gea? i would, definitely would right yeah. now i mean and and i was listening to something i think it was a bbc podcast of some type and they were talking about how maybe De Gea is just bored he's just not being challenged and uh and i'm like i'm not sure if that's the case because i just don't know where his head is at i think yeah. he, he's just all over the place he's happy making this huge amount of money right. he signed this massive lucrative contract fat and
0: happy is what he is yeah
1: yeah exactly so he's really not the the effort's not there and so you know, you, you from a goalkeeper's standpoint, they need to be always on the top of the game, just focusing on what they need to do better, and, and maybe that's something he's not doing right now, and, and that's caused caused the problems for unfortunately for for him and Manchester United. And, and to be fair, Chelsea played great. I mean, that was really well really well played especially the win at Wembley and, and now uh, in, in a slightly definitely an upset you know Arsenal beating Man City in the other game
0: I'd say that's a huge yeah. upset I, yeah. I I already penciled in Man City for the uh, FA Cup title
1: yeah 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 so. exactly uh, from from three trophies they're now down to maybe one maybe two maybe you know obviously they still got the Champions League but right. yeah I was a bit surprised that they lost that but Hey, Chelsea Arsenal
0: should be a good final. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's not the first time those two teams have faced each other in the final. That's true. All right, so let's talk about um, what's happening in Europe because uh, we have, I'd say, what what six teams fighting? Or because yeah. uh, Sheffield has dropped out. Basically, now they lost. Yes, uh, but Tottenham is suddenly on the edge of possibly qualifying for a european slot uh, uh, right. jose Mourinho has managed to very boringly get his team back up there
1: yeah unbeaten in their last five games four wins in a draw yeah. just getting the job done he finds finds ways to do it yeah for sure
0: so the big games this coming weekend um chelsea versus wolves
1: yeah what a massive game wow Whew.
0: Yeah. Wolves won yesterday, um, so they are right there. I mean, they—if mm-hmm. they win against Chelsea, they have—they've uh, clinched a spot, haven't they?
1: Well, they've secured. Right now, they're definitely in the top six. So right. you know, they're, so they're already—they've
0: you know, already secured yeah, a spot.
1: They've already secured. You know, with that. I mean, again, it depends on the result. I shouldn't say that. They haven't secured it because obviously Tottenham could jump over them as
0: right. well. Right. Right um, on their tails.
1: Because they're right on the tail with 58 points. But um, what's going to end up happening is, you know, Chelsea could secure some things certainly by the weekend. Right. You know, they play Liverpool before we go here. So um, that could definitely determine where they land. And then obviously, then you've got Leicester City and then certainly Manchester United. They have another game as well. So we'll, we'll certainly know a little bit more by the weekend. But with... Chelsea's game on the weekend against Wolves, it really could, you know, Chelsea could theoretically could drop, depending on results, could drop out of the, you know, maybe go all the way down to six potentially, which would be amazing.
0: Yeah, um, which would which would be a shame. But uh, yeah. they, they do have two tough games left, so it's possible. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, the, uh, but, the, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, the other team is, uh, well, Leicester City. Uh, yes. It's got to be worried.
1: Yeah, they they struggled. I mean, it was really a rough game for them the other day in terms of how they played. They've only got the one game left, obviously this weekend. Right, um, and that's that's another. I mean, you couldn't have scripted this any better. No, Manchester City though. versus <laughs> Manchester United in the final game, and, and Chelsea Wolves. So everybody's playing each other to, to really determine. So, what's nice is, um, and I don't know if you you kind of followed it. So they're going to have all of the games on sunday yes. starting at the same time
0: yes 10 so that's o'clock. what's going
1: to be of 10 o'clock all the games start at the same time and i was looking at where the games were going to be so we can find out where they are and i was a bit surprised so chelsea versus wolves is on usa on usa channel okay and then and then leicester versus man united on the golf channel
0: on the golf channel not not yeah. gold
1: Golf. No, not gold. Golf. <laughs> okay. So NBC got because NBC owns the golf channel. Okay. And in fact, I think I actually downgrade my package. I don't even get that channel anymore. So I'm like, ah, oh, that's a bummer. But that's one of those things. But you can watch it on Peacock, which is their new streaming service. And I think you can jump around on that as well. Okay. On different things, but but yeah. So I thought that was interesting, and I think they had, I think they had somebody like, I think it was some some really Arsenal Arsenal versus. Brighton or something like that. And that was on NBC. I'm like, really? Why are you showing that game on NBC? That's
0: ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so maybe they'll make some switches there. Hopefully they do. Yeah. But that was what I saw from a schedule. So be prepared to kind of jump around uh, channels on Sunday. You'll be doing a lot of surfing. and, And I know they do a really good job of monitoring the games and the goals when they go in. So okay. be, it's going to be a lot of fun on Sunday.
0: Well, sure. don't don't tease your TV tip yet because uh, that's uh, oh, yeah. that's still yeah. to come. That's still to come yeah. on the show. Um, all right, so there there's a there's a lot going on, but uh, there's even more than that because bubbling under the surface, we have new teams that will be arriving soon. So let's uh, explain that foreign tradition.
1: And now, explain that foreign tradition, please.
0: So the relegation battle, this is something that Americans have a hard time wrapping their heads around um, yeah. because we don't have any leagues in America that do this. However, it's one of my favorite things about uh, Premier League. The three teams in the bottom go mm-hmm. down. We were talking about the relegation, but the, yeah. uh, also it allows the teams that are in the second division in the championship to move up. So far we have uh, Leeds United, which is – guaranteed a slot up right
1: correct yep they've already won the league going straight up to the to the premiership next year yes
0: and that is a team that has been in the premier league before uh as a uh a storied franchise mm-hmm. in english history wouldn't you say
1: yeah definitely um you know uh, you could rival them with uh a little bit like the dallas cowboys of 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 old in terms of the influence they had, especially in the sixties and the seventies, you know, a little bit, a little bit before my time, but, uh, not mine uh, sadly, (laughs) (laughs) but, but from basically from 60 to 74, they were the best team in English soccer. You know, they were the ones winning everything. Um, and then what ended up happening was they kind of went through kind of a change. In fact, uh, they actually had a, a short change in manager. There's a, a We talked a little bit about the movie uh, Damned United. Brian Clough took over for a very short period of time. Um, and uh, that's when things kind of went downhill. So they kind of got relegated in the in mid to late 80s. But then they pushed themselves back up and kind of were kind of a mediocre team in the 90s. And then in 2000, that was really when they took things to another level. They got this massive financial boost and were a premiership team doing very well and then it all kind of fell apart Um, by 2007 they lost all their money had to sell their best players i mean they had some fantastic players on their team there for a while they had rio ferdinand if you remember him sure he was one of their top defenders they were signing big time players mark vaduka and harry cool and all these great players were playing for leeds um, and then they had to sell them all because they were in so much financial difficulties and, and kind of did what a lot of teams do is go down a couple of divisions and it's taken them this long to get them back. So I'm excited for them. I know there's a few Leeds United fans out there, friends of mine. So they're and really excited. There's some
0: good uh, documentaries about the club too. And, and this recent push to uh, yes. to get back up. Uh, we were talking about that during the uh, pandemic uh, yeah. when we were paused Um those are highly recommended. I, those are really good shows.
1: Yeah, definitely that would be one that I would definitely watch and I'm hoping that they I'm pretty sure that they documented this series this this season as well. Um, and this was a, a, a series that went through uh, on Amazon that we talked about earlier right. in the year. Uh, but yeah it, it's it, I'm sure that'll be coming up and it would be definitely be good and they kind of follow the the owner there, the Italian owner Razzini. And uh, kind of how he bought the club and then took them to a new level. And their, and their manager now, you know, arguably renowned for being one of the best tacticians in, in Marcelo Bielsa. He was, you know, a tremendous manager, uh, has really kind of brought this new way of playing and I think he's going to be a really uh, great influence in the Premier League next year. So I'm excited to see Leeds
0: next yeah, me year. Too. me yeah. too.
1: And especially, and they're very well supported. I was, I'd be lucky enough to go to their stadium. It's a pretty good-sized stadium. And they sell out. I mean, they, they would be getting kind of like a Sunderland as well. They'll get 40,000, 45,000 pretty consistently uh, in terms of fans.
0: So this is not uh, this is not one of your small stadium fans that are, uh, clubs that is coming up to the Premier League. This this is this is a big deal.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they're they're a good team. I think they're going to need to make some some big signings, um, and I'm sure they will, uh, just so they can kind of keep themselves, you know, in in the league uh, when they get into the Premiership. But yeah, they'll they'll be a team that I think, can, if they can figure things out, get things right on the pitch um they'll they'll be a consistent contender maybe even one of those teams like a wolves may be challenging for europe in the next couple of years
0: okay well let's talk about the other teams because two more teams will be yeah. coming up uh, some of these names you will have heard of some uh, you may not have heard of um mm-hmm. but some of the other teams in the running to move up are uh and no, no one else is guaranteed a slot right and do i have that correct or is right sec- so yeah yeah
1: well, the second-place team, so whoever finishes second okay. will be guaranteed the opportunity for them to uh, to go up automatically with leads.
0: And that right now is West Brom in the standings. Correct, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, which has been in the Premier League just recently, like two, three years yes. ago, right?
1: Yes.
0: Uh, then we have uh, Brentford, we've got Fulham, we've got Not- Nottingham, uh, Cardiff City. And you were telling me before we went on that uh, there may be some different teams in the mix, too.
1: Yeah. So you've got uh, and even Swansea City that's just outside, uh, depending on how things kind of change, they could jump into that sixth spot as well. Um, so Cardiff City and Swansea, kind of big rivals. So that's going to be interesting. Two Welsh teams there right. And So, so yeah. And Swansea was in the Premiership not too long ago, as as was Cardiff. Right. You know, they were in there uh, just last year. But so um, the the interesting part for me is, you know, I grew up in in kind of the western part of London, and Brentford and Fulham are very close to where I grew up. Right. So um, and they're and they're strong rivals to Chelsea, my team. Uh, Fulham is really kind of Chelsea's big rival so it'd be kind of nice to have them back up so that would be a rival game and then Brentford too uh, which is a smaller club have done fantastically well uh, have this opportunity They're, they're in the process of building a new stadium so they're playing in an old stadium and uh, uh there's this opportunity for them to to maybe go up into the division and talk about in contrast to leeds you know leeds has this 45 50, stadium they're building a new stadium i think it's going to hold about 20 but their kind of stadium holds holds only about 10 or so okay. so Brentford, yeah it's it's kind of a smaller a smaller stadium a smaller club you know well supported in the west part of london but uh yeah, that could be a big change for them. Very similar to like a Bournemouth in in terms of kind of where they're at. Gotcha. Uh, so, yeah, so lots of things happening in that, uh, you know, that in, in that top six, anything can happen. I mean, it's so close. Brentford's at 81, West Brom's in second at 82, Fulham's at 80. So any of those three teams and their final games will be on Wednesday. So it'll be, you know, past when we will do it. So we'll know by our show next week who's in and who's out.
0: Right and then the other four teams will then play in a playoff, right? Correct. Number 3 right. versus number 6, number 4 versus number 5.
1: That's right. And
0: That's then right. they and then they play against the, the winners play against each other and the winner of that game it gets the third slot.
1: Exactly. And they call that the biggest the most expensive game of soccer in in the world because obviously from a lucrative standpoint that championship that that playoff final between you know one of those four teams the two of the four teams whoever wins it gets a massive win for in terms of getting into the premiership so it's a lot of money riding on that game for sure
0: all right so that's exciting we'll have to check that out and by the way i was looking at the uh at the standings and hull city uh which was just in the premier league a few years ago is about to be relegated down to the third division
1: yeah, tough, tough days for them. Yeah. You know, they've, they, you know, I was looking at their statistics, five games in a row they've lost. and um, you know, I know we talked briefly about it on there. There's, there's a lot of legal battles going on within the league, um, especially because there's some teams that could end up getting some points deducted because of some financial irregularities. So teams like Wigan, Sheffield Wednesday, and Derby – all are facing points deductions when the season's over. So that could have a little bit of an impact on where they finish. So, wow. um, so yeah, this it, even though on Wednesday the, the, the games will be done, the legal battles will probably begin in terms of who may be potentially going down. So a team like a Wigan Athletic, who's got 58 points, they get 12 points deducted. They're at 46. They're going down. You know? Wow. So, okay. So I see what you're that, saying so that's the crazy thing about it so a lot of things can change
0: okay well, that's, uh, that's exciting. What, so, next week, we'll have some answers for you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: all right. Uh, well, we need to take a break, but we still have a lot to go uh, on this show. We still have to find out what's going on at Adam's place at, in his office. We've got a uh, a clip of a Broadway star talking about soccer with me, and we're going to play that for you. And, of course, Adam's favorite uh, segment, the uh, guest the Premier League star is coming and also Adam's TV tip. So, lots of Lots still to come. There's no need to go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's a replay as we talk all about the new Chevy Corvette C8, as only the Car Guys Report can do. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me,
0: Lou Constable, and our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, as we revisit part
1: one of this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.
0: This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Dave's an elite athlete. Irregardless is a word now. Bubonic Plague 2020. My brush with a A-list movie star. And a clip from our interview with a stuntwoman, Janine Carlton. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, and OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radio misfits.com and we're back okay adam uh this past week uh dave dave and i of uh, the Minutia men uh and yeah. our celebrity interview we interviewed uh glenn slater who is a uh, a broadway superstar has written lyrics for disney movies like tangled uh he wrote uh, the broadway uh, little mermaid he's written with andrew lloyd weber um mm-hmm. done some some major things he's he's uh, an oscar nominee emmy tony you, you know you name it this is a a, a big deal talking to him and i happen to notice that uh, he was a, a premier league star premier league fan so um, i asked him about that here we go I, 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 is, according to wikipedia which never lies <laughs> you are a, a, a supporter of tottenham is that true I am a hardcore Spurs fan. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to check out here. You guys can you guys can talk about whatever. Dare to do. Is that the – I'll tell to, you. To, the, to dare is to do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, I have a host, another podcast called Free Kicks, which we, is just about the Premier League. I have a Tottenham uh-huh. joke. You ready? Uh-huh. Uh, the Premier League has finally found someone who can stop Harry Kane. You know who it is? Jose Mourinho. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> right, right, one fourteenth of our customers our <laughs> listeners are totally laughing at this right now everybody else what the fuck are you guys <laughs> you know it's, I, I,
1: I have to say it's yeah we've taken like seven points in the last three games yeah and it's been the, the, the most boring three oh, one and a half man. hours of football I've ever seen and I, I hope we win under him but if that's what it's going to be I, it's, oh my god it's going to be a slog yeah
0: so there you go that's uh, nice. our discussion about Tottenham and apparently some Tottenham fans not thrilled with uh, Mr. Mourinho's uh, approach either.
1: Yeah. Although he's getting the results like he we is. talked about. He, he You is. know, he gets the job done. They've, <laughs> they've got a chance to get into Europe. So, I mean, no matter how you look at it, uh, I've got a little soft spot, obviously. He was you Chelsea do. manager for a couple of times, but, you know, he always finds a way to win. You know, he always finds a way to get a team in in, in a position to potentially win a game. And so, you got to respect that.
0: You do. You do. All right. We still have more to cover here, including this.
1: And now, the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. With Coach Adam. Coach Adam. Soccer
0: news. What's going on?
1: Yeah. Again, busy times. Uh, obviously, still kind of working from home, popping into the office here as we do it. I'm very fortunate that we we're able to do a lot of stuff from home. Um, and actually last week we hosted our coaches connection. So this is typically our, um thing that we normally do uh, in the office, which is great. You know, people
0: come with donuts,
1: with donuts. Yeah. I think a lot of people just come for the donuts yeah. and stuff, but that's okay. Um, but we actually did our first virtual one. Uh, so it was my first uh, chance to do it through zoom and I can tell you it was pretty, I was pretty happy with how it went you know pretty smooth transitions things went pretty well people can check it out on YouTube so we've got a, a YouTube uh, video connection of everything we were lucky to have we had some great presenters to be fair we had Zach Crawford from US Soccer uh, Zach is the uh, grassroots uh, coach educator so he's come up he basically helped work and revise a lot of the, the course and the syllabus for the courses that we teach within US Soccer uh, we had uh, VO that I know I've talked a little bit about before. That's a, a camera system that yep. we've just partnered with um, where you don't have to use a cameraman, which is great. And then uh, eSports as well. GYO eSports came on and talked a little bit about ways that, um, you know, clubs can actually start doing some fundraising with them and where people can kind of get changed with that. Sean Danhauser, big Brentford fan. He was on as well. Uh, Sean, uh, I, I think I may have mentioned this before, but Sean actually had tickets to go to the final game this weekend. Wow! Um, so he was planning on going there, but obviously with the pandemic couldn't do it. So, so hopefully he can uh, get to the the new stadium when it opens up next year. Um, so he was able to do that, and then obviously, and Chris had his uh, updates with the Premiership and, and different things. Now teams are starting to sign up, so we're kind of dealing with that for the, in in hope that we're going to have this whole yep. season crossed. Fing- fingers crossed Fingers crossed. exactly uh, so we're getting through all that um you know katie and chris and, and megan are working through all of the paperwork on that so keeps us all very busy and then obviously we're trying to make sure that we give as much information as we can for the coaches to get them ready finishing up uh, coaching courses making sure we get that and actually we just started uh, our first vers- virtual course so this past weekend we started the d license virtually so we actually are doing it in Zoom. Uh, the only time, and you're like this, the interesting part is because of people's schedules, and and this was always going to be the challenge. We actually do it on a Sunday morning, seven thirty to nine thirty.
0: <laughs> Good morning, every everybody.
1: <laughs> Good morning. So we're there with our coffee, bright and bushy tail, but uh, we get the job done. And and actually, it went really well this past weekend. So we have got a couple of great coach educators in Mirren King and Liam Lacey working doing that, and. Uh, Excited to, to see how that goes. So that's kind of our first venture, and we'll be doing a lot more of that moving forward. So a lot going on.
0: All right. Sounds good. Well, it's time for, for your favorite part of the show.
1: Time now to guess the Premier League star.
0: Okay, you've been on kind of a roll. Uh, I'm a little worried about this because uh, the last few weeks you've uh, you've jumped in and gotten our guests quite quickly. So let's see if you can do it again. All right? All right. Uh, this week's uh, Premier League star is 24 years old, All right, a youngster. Uh, but somehow, at his young age, he has played almost 200 games of top-flight football. So he's been around, even though he's yeah. young. You may be surprised at who this is, based on his age. He won the Golden Boy Award in 2015, which Got to be renamed. I've never heard of it. It's the it's the best U twenty one player in Europe. Really? Yeah, that's what it's called, and it needs to be renamed immediately. (laughs) Um, His first club was Lyon in France, uh, but he played more for Monaco. Okay, but you probably don't remember that uh, because he has been with his current Premier League club since twenty fifteen. And okay. has scored more than fifty goals for them, including seventeen this year.
1: Okay.
0: So he's kind wow. of emerged this year.
1: Yes. So he's scored a bunch of goals. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: His national team won the World Cup in twenty eighteen, but he didn't make the team.
1: Okay. So obviously France. And yes. I'm trying to think here who it would be in terms of. He's obviously got. You said he's got 17 goals. Yep. Hmm.
0: Okay. He wears number nine.
1: Where's number nine? Okay.
0: His team wears red.
1: <laughs> so he play. He must. He must be with Arsenal, right? No. No.
0: Nope. In fact, his team just was beaten by your team this past weekend.
1: Okay. I mean, so obviously, okay. Manchester United, where's number nine? Martial is the player. Uh, that is correct. That is My correct. goodness. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you believe he's only 24 years old?
1: I'm amazed. Obviously, that's why they have signed him to a big, uh, big contract. Yeah. it's pretty impressive. Yeah. I okay, looked him up uh,
0: thinking he would be like 28, 29. Yeah, because um, he's been around forever.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. For whatever reason, I had Arsenal in my head, you know, because they've had because of their strikers have done so well. Right. You know, so and I they've had, got a
0: French striker number nine also. Yeah right like Laca- so, isn't lacazette number yeah, nine Lac-
1: lacazette yeah yeah lacazette that's yeah. who i was thinking okay so and i, I know we've had obamiang before that right. was already one that we've had before so so i was kind of thinking that so
0: sorry i and, threw you uh, off on uh, that one that was a tough one no that was a good one yeah. that was a
1: good one that was a good one but yeah that's good i'm sure i'm sure uh, our people out there will beat me on that one today <laughs> that's well, okay though
0: they won't be shy about letting us know yeah. all right it's time for this now, time
1: for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip.
0: Okay, lots of good games, uh, but when an Adam Howarth sits down on the couch, this is the one that he is going to be watching.
1: Well, I mean, th- here's the thing: is Sunday they all start at the same time, so you right. can watch all ten games, right? So yeah. that's the the beauty of it. But um, I think when you look at when you look at games that are going to have obviously the biggest significance, and I I, I really do like the idea of watching you know even though it's my team and i try not to pick them all the time but obviously chelsea versus wolves is going to have to be the game to watch this weekend i think just because it has so many different um, uh things that could could really impact the league obviously chelsea could be from, could be in the top three um obviously wolves could then push themselves up as well so i think that's going to be a good game and uh, if you find that on USA, and then obviously you, you know you can jump around and watch that Leicester City versus Man United game as well. You know that's going to be those are going to be the top two games for yeah. us to watch. I think over over the weekend, um, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see who finds a way to win. You know, Chelsea's been very inconsistent. To be fair, Wolves has been very consistent over the the past five weeks in since the restart. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what Chelsea team shows up. That's yep. all I can say.
0: And the yep. time uh, is ten o'clock, uh, is Saturday or Sunday.
1: That's all on Sunday. Sunday, yes, Sunday, and, and that's
0: it for this season. That is the final game of the Premier League season. So right. So uh, yeah, make sure you you make time to, to watch some of these games. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we would like to uh, to thank uh, Tony Lasano, our executive producer at opishows.com. Remember, if people want to find out about free kicks, tell them to listen to us on Spotify or go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts, you can search for Radio Misfits. And Opie. by the way, is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H, shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. A great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with our season wrap up of Free Kicks. This Opi podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19.
1: The proceeding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation
0: of Opi Productions.
1: Tony, can you shut up?
0: I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. And you sound full of energy for some reason, Howard. What's going on? That's because we've got sportscaster Vince Cellini, Golf Channel, CNN veteran. He's seen, he's done it all. And we're going to have a great talk about whether sports is going to come back or not. And great advice for getting me through the COVID and staying in shape. Vince Cellini, next on Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity minutiae men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri and She Shed Cheryl. My God, it the list goes on. So you'll get minutia, celebrity minutia. Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits.
1: Lasano and friends. In science, the moon affects tides. And the ladies' periods. Oh, so Jesus why, Christ. Why the ladies' Uran- periods? Hey, oh, that's terrifying. The ladies' cycles. Okay, if you know what I mean. We're <laughs> talking about the differences of cycles and personalities. And you think that a personality could be affected by a Uranus. high tide? Oh, you're right. Yes.
0: Do you know what causes the high tide with the, the moon there, guy? The gravity? Uh, yes, gravity. So you're I'm saying not sure that, that gravity this... has any, any effect on hormones necessarily within a human mm. being, but, you know, your mileage may vary, I guess. Why don't you start telling me when my cycle is, mister? <laughs> <laughs> when the moon is at its highest? it's a, uh,
1: It was a full moon this weekend, so I expect that... Uh, oh, it is. A lot of Yeah, ladies. all of the women menstruate at the same time, right? <laughs> the moon, right? Yeah. I mean, that's clearly It's like it. that scene in The Shining when the elevator
0: door opens. <laughs> all over the world Oh uh, goodness. Goodness. You are listening to this right now Be sure to tell a friend about our friends Listen, subscribe, rate Lasano And friends on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn And Google Play
1: Just search for Radio Misfits